So good morning, everybody. Welcome to our Developabilities podcast episode for today. My name is Eric Stoker. I'm the Information Specialist for the Utah Developmental Displays Council. we got a great show for you today. Today, we will be interviewing the Utah Developmental Displays Council staff to learn about um, a little bit about them and what they were doing before they got involved with the DD Council and so much more. And we're, you guys get to hear from them. So join me to Join me today is from the Utah Development Space Council staff, Kelly, who works with us in our um, on our other other projects we work on. So, Kelly, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. My pleasure. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am originally from Northern Utah. I grew up in North Ogden. Um, I went to school at BYU and currently live in Provo. And um, before I started working with the Utah Developmental Disabilities Council, I was working for the United Way of Utah County with their 211 program. That's awesome. So tell us about 211 itself, cause I know you said that that's what you were doing before you got, before coming to the DD Council, that's what you were doing. So tell us about 211, like what were you doing? Yes, so um, 211 is an information referral line. Um, it's a nationwide phone number that anyone can call 24 hours a day. Um, you can always talk to a live person. And um, I worked with that program for about six years, um, doing a lot of different things, but um, managed the program as well as did a lot of community outreach for that program. And it's a, yeah, it's a great resource for everyone. I agree. So tell us about what you do for the DD Council, because I, I don't know much about the programs that you do for the DD Council, but tell us about what you do. Yeah, so um, to be honest, I had I didn't know a whole lot uh, about the council before um, I applied for the job. Um, but um, I'm helping with, uh, primarily helping with a project um, that was funded related to COVID. Um, but in addition to that, uh, we have other projects as well, but as far as the COVID aspect goes, we've hosted various vaccine clinics and um, put out information um, about COVID. And then as obviously things aren't as crazy right now with COVID, we're um, in the process of transitioning and doing more, more projects, um, not related to COVID, but you know, making people aware of different other different topics. And um, so, yeah, more to come on that. That's awesome, Kelly. We can't wait to hear it. What's happening next, though? So next up on our podcast, what you guys get to hear from is from Julie. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to the Utah Development Displaced Council staff spotlight for today. Hope everybody's having a great week so far. Uh, joining me in the studio today, so we have our secretary, Julie Hanna. And we're really excited to have Julie with us today. Julie, thanks for coming to our show today. We really appreciate it. Of course, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Julie, obviously. I am 41, soon to be 42. I have two kids, a teenager, and a five-year-old, a kindergartner. So pretty big gap there. Um, they are everything to me. My family is very, very, very important. Um, I do boxing for fun. And that's probably, probably it, really. <laughs> so 
So my next question is, how did you get involved with the disability field and what were you doing? Um, well, I was actually staying at home with both of my kids. I stayed at home with both of them until they went to kindergarten. I then got a job at Head Start working with the teen parents there. And at that time, my sister had her first son, my or her only son actually, but he's my first nephew. Um, his name is Jonah. And I was 25 when she had him. Um, he was diagnosed with Asperger's at five years old in kindergarten. And I took care of him part-time when he was a baby. So that was kind of a surprise for all of us, actually. Um, it all makes sense now. <laughs> He's very wonderful. He is now 16 years old and uh thriving he goes to a private school and he's um, on track to graduate and he's just he's an incredible human um i also have a nephew with uh, speech apraxia he's a couple years younger than jonah um and that one is i'm not as close to him as i was uh jonah but he also has that diagnosis and a couple other neurological things that we're not really sure about yet um, I have another nephew named Javen, and he has been diagnosed with autism. He was three years old. Uh, he got an early diagnosis, um, probably because we knew what to look for. And my sister is actually the executive director at the Utah Parent Center. So um, she was able to help them get services and get him all the help that he needed right away at a really young age, which has been extremely helpful. He was not speaking at all, and now he talks as much as me. Um, his younger sister is uh, Journey, and she has she just has barely turned three, and she is also showing some signs uh, of autism. We'll see how that goes, but we're we're well-oiled machine now. Um, and then uh, when the job came up for the UDDC, I saw it and I just jumped on it. And, and it's uh, the disability community is near and dear to my heart, big in my family, and. I, I just have a lot of care for it, and I like to feel like I'm making a difference. So here I am. <laughs> That's true. We're all making a difference in this community. We'll make it back to our staff spotlight. We'll hear next from Olivia. So stay tuned. So today I'm with Olivia Burbridge, from, who is our program support specialist, and we're going to learn more about, here, about her. So Olivia, why don't you tell us about yourself? Okay. Well, like Eric said, my name is Olivia and I am the Program Support Specialist for the Utah Developmental Disability Council. I have worked for the council for about two months, so I'm kind of new. I started in February of 2021, February, November of 2021, at the very beginning of a brand new five-year plan. Um, let's see, before I worked for the DD Council, I was the Director of Operations for the Utah Sexual Assault Coalition. So I've been working in advocacy for a really long time, and I am from Salt Lake City. So I've been working in advocacy in the Salt Lake uh, Valley and in this community for a really long time, basically my entire career <laughs> and since I finished my education. So when did you first hear about the Utah Development Displaced Council and who told you all about it? Well, this is a fun question for me because my mom actually used to work for the Developmental Disabilities Council when Claire Montagna was the director. And that was probably about 10 years ago. So when I was in junior high and high school, I got to hear about what was going on at the council because my mom was employed. So that was my first interaction. And then 
uh, Claire actually reached out and said, hey, there's a job opening and you should look into it. So that's how I found the council to uh, work for you guys. But I have been kind of connected for a long time through my family. Um, joining me today in the studio is we have with us is Ricky Crandall, and she is going to tell us about herself and what is her favorite thing about working at the Utah Developmental Displaced Council office. And so, Ricky, thank you so much for agreeing to be interviewed today. We really appreciate it on our show. Oh, well, thanks for having me today, Eric. It's my pleasure. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I have been with the DD Council for about three and a half years. I came here from the private side of business where I work in trucking and human resources. That's way cool. And so what is your favorite thing about working here? Oh, my favorite thing about being here. We do really cool things. Every program or effort that we make impacts the lives of not one, but the entire community. So we give money to make change. And that money makes tenfold changes over and over by impacting the lives of everybody in Utah. I agree with you on that one. So coming up next, folks, for those just tuning in to our show today, we're going to hear from Libby Osegura, the DD Council Director, coming up next. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss her interview. Hey, everybody. This is Information Specialist Eric Stoker, and welcome back to our Develop Abilities podcast episode for today on the Utah Development Displaced Council staff. And next on my, our show for today is we have our Executive Director here at the Utah Development Displaced Council office today, Libby Osegura. So Libby, thanks for coming on our show today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate you having me here. My pleasure. We're excited to hear more about you, Libby. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, like you mentioned, I am the Executive Director for the Utah Developmental Disabilities Council. And I have been working for the UDDC for the past 10 years and have been the director since 2018. I really enjoy my job and all the wonderful people that I get to work with. And I'd say that uh, the relationships that I've formed over the past decade have been the best part of the job. Uh, in my free time, I like to spend time with my family and my friends. And I like to read, hiking, um, I like to go camping. I'd say though that my very favorite hobbies are traveling and trying new foods. I like it. So we have a lot of self-advocates and families that don't have a voice and are nervous to use it. What advice would you give to them? Well, the first thing I would really make sure that people understand and um, knew that, you know, you matter, your opinion matters, and the people and the things that you care about matter. So if you want to make changes in your life or in your community, it's really important that you speak up. No one knows better than you what you want and need, and you're the expert when it comes to your life. So there's a little bit of um, advice that I could give. And uh, when I want to speak up about something, but I'm feeling a little nervous, there's uh, a few things that I do. And the first thing is to write down in a few sentences, whatever the problem is, how it affects my life, and the changes that I want to see happen. If I have a solution for that problem, I write that down too. But if I don't, uh, make a plan to talk with others about different options that may help to change my situation or to fix the problem that I have. The next thing I do is practicing the things that I wrote down. Saying it out loud makes it a little bit less scary when the time comes to share your position. There are lots of ways you can practice like this. You can just read it out loud. You can practice uh, saying your thoughts in front of the mirror, or you can even talk to your pet, stuffed animal, a plant. It really doesn't matter as long as it helps you to feel 
prepared. And then the third thing, and probably the most important thing, is to stop practicing. I know that sounds a little bit silly, but you don't want to practice too much. You probably want to say things um, that you're thinking about or the things that you've written down maybe once or twice if you need to, but then you should stop because you don't want to sound like a robot. You want to sound sincere and confident in the things that you're thinking and feeling. Um, remember that you're the expert on the issue and this matters to you. So you want to be able to share the three important things that you wrote down, but you don't want to be so rehearsed that you're not able to talk with the person about different ideas or solution or answer questions that they may have about the things that you're bringing to them. So the practice is to help you feel prepared and to remember the main points, but um, it's not to memorize your lines, right? You're trying to feel uh, more confident and you wanna have a conversation, you're not performing in a play. So again, you're not trying to memorize your lines and sounding overly rehearsed. The last point I think is really important to remember is that we're all humans. And as human beings in the world, we have a lot more in common than we think. And chances are good that if something is presenting a problem in your life, it's likely a problem for somebody else too. So when you speak up, it's probably going to help your situation, but it may help other people too. That is some very good advice, Libby. Well, that's all the time we have for our podcast. I just wanted to say thank you to all of you for listening to our podcast episode on the Utah Development Council Staff Spotlight. We really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, just quick announcements to make. Uh, the Utah Development Disabilities Council is now accepting applications for a self-advocate, a family member, or a community member to serve on the council. If you're interested in an application, please feel free to email us at uddc at utah.gov. And also another announcement is, this is all just a reminder that when this podcast is out, uh, you'll notice that it is Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month. And this entire month of March is going to be that month. And also one last announcement to make, um, our self-advocacy conference is coming up pretty soon. And that will be held on, let me go check our dates really quick. That will be June 2nd and 3rd of 2022. So keep watch and hope, and hopefully we'll have some great things with this conference. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. And just a reminder, if you have a self-advocate or anyone who's interested in being on one of our podcasts, please feel free to email me at estoker at utah.gov, and we'll put them on our next spotlight. So thanks so much for listening, everybody, and have a fantastic day.